LAC Connect. It's a new way to stay in touch with your local area coordinator, Carers Queensland, with everything you need right here on your device. It's a handy app to keep track of your LAC appointments, browse workshops and events, check out information and support and get the latest news, stories and podcasts. It's available on Android and iOS, so whatever device you have, you can stay in touch. Head to our website to sign up at carersqld.com.au and look for LAC Connect. Choice and Control, a podcast celebrating people with disability. Brought to you by Carers Queensland, NDIS Local Area Coordination Partner in the Community. Disability Action Week and International Day of People with Disability is a time to celebrate how far we've come in access, inclusion and respect for people with disability. It's also a time to look ahead at the work still to be done to build a community where everyone is included and welcome and their contributions recognised and valued. Employment is one area where there's been a lot of progress made, but still more to go. In this episode, we'll meet four people with disability making their employment dreams reality. Shane Falconer lost his vision in a car crash at 22. He's now a certified personal trainer and he's sharing his story to inspire others. I know I'm a um, pretty unique person. I know that, you know, and um, from what I've done and all that. And if I can, you know, um, inspire or, um, or motivate some other people um, with any ideas or like any, any just give someone a bit of a uh, bit of hope and encouragement and that will be good too. People with disabilities have, you know, for me with my blindness, I'm very motivated, like I'm very ambitious really, you know, and I've, um, and, and I have had a great and excellent determination and extremely focused at times. And also blessed, you know, too, um, at, at times in my life. And, and I, for me, I was, I was very, um, uh, very motivated to find employment in, in, as a blind man after losing my sight. And I went to, um, TAFE college for, um, about two or three years to learn how to use all the Microsoft Office suite. Mm. That led me to, um, getting, uh, certificate in um, business admin and then you know then the job hunting started and I thought oh yeah well this will it won't be easy getting a job but I should get one you know because I'm I'm a good people's person I'm good on the telephone and I can't cut my swearing out when I want but I'm (laughs) semi-retired now but um like it wasn't like that at all I went for job interview after job interview and um like 80 job interviews in 18 months it really got me down and then but that's I'm glad it didn't happen, you know, because that's when I, st- I just um, started my uh, personal training and that's when I got going then. Yeah, and I ended up, you know, making enough business in personal training to um, buy a house out of it, so that's all good. It was it was, it was heartbreaking for me mm. back then. And, yeah, so uh, that's got that's what's got to change. In, in it. And I think yeah, that, well, I don't really know if any progress is being made on that front. That is something in Australia that has to change. There's so many people that are that are that are disabled that just when there's a job perfect for a disabled person, they should get the right to um have that job first. I think if they tick all the boxes. Swimmer Braden Jason has represented Australia at the Commonwealth Games and two Paralympics. 
Unlike many elite athletes, his day job and his plans for life after the pool are not sport-related. He's a journalist and a producer with ABC Radio on the Sunshine Coast. So I produce the drive program, so the afternoon, three till six. So I produce the shows. We have the presenter who's got the lovely voice and is interviewing talent, and I'm the man behind the scenes, organising the talent, writing scripts, and I get to do a couple packages per day, like certain segments and men the phones, which is always fun. Men in the phones, you get some awesome phone calls. I interned back when I was at uni, so back in 2019, I'd say, 2019, and then graduated, took a bit of time off just to focus on sport, and then after Tokyo, I wasn't too happy with my results, and it was kind of like, okay, like, i got to focus on my qualification and get back into journalism. So I've been working there for six months. Yeah, about half a year. Excellent. Yeah. And so you did a a Bachelor of Journalism at the University of Sunshine Coast. Is that right? Yes, that's it. And why did you choose journalism? Uh, English was probably my best subject in in school. And I think being a sports person, I made my first team in grade 12. So I was always good at sport. And I was on the Australian team, an open senior Australian team whilst I was still at school. So Naturally, I thought I had to do sport and exercise science or physio, but I think once a push came to shove and you actually had to like put down what like what um degrees you wanted to apply for, I had a thought. I'm like, I don't want to do. Like, I don't. Like, I enjoy swimming, but I don't want to study it. Mm. I don't. That's not what I, what I want to do. So then I was kind of flicking through university handbook that had the courses, and I saw journalism, and I was like a penny drops and I was like, oh my goodness, like that's what I want to do. Because I was always good at English, like I, like when we did like monologues at school, like like speeches at school, because I can't read conventionally or at the same speed as normal people would, I have acquired like a photographic memory, so I can mm. memorize it. a 10 minute speech, you'd probably give me a day I could do it. So I, I enjoy memorizing it, public speaking, I, I'm naturally good at it. So I think, when I saw journalism, I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And then studying, I wasn't too sure, like, what kind of area I wanted to go in in journalism. And then I saw Naz Campanella, who is the blind, or was the blind newsreader at ABC, and saw the, the incredible stuff she did. And I said, that's what I want to do. I want to do radio. And now people at work are trying to get me to talk to her, but she's literally, like, my main inspiration for studying journalism. So I'm, like, genuinely starstruck even though she's technically a co-worker. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you do have someone you can look up to because, you know, you, you yourself can see her. She can, she can do it, so why not you? Exactly right. Do you have a passion or a talent to share with the world? A small business can be a great way for people with disability to earn income, build your confidence, be more independent and be an active part of your community. Carers Queensland is supporting our next generation of entrepreneurs with the Be Your Own Boss Microbusiness Project. It's a place to find out what it means to start a business, whether it's a good fit for you. Connect with business mentors and learn from existing microbusiness owners and even opportunities to showcase your goods and services in the Be Your Own Boss Marketplace. Find out more, get in touch or look for events and opportunities coming up near you. Visit our website at carersqld.com.au or call our inquiries line on 1300 999 636. 
Carers Queensland's Be Your Own Boss program is supporting people with disability to start and build their own micro-businesses. People like Justine Fox, who has cerebral palsy and has worked on the phones as a virtual assistant for more than a decade. Now she's working with Be Your Own Boss to write the next chapter of her career. It kind of went pear-shaped when the GFC and then COVID hit. I, I, I then again built up and lost all my clients twice in a row. Uh, and so that's why I'm doing the Be Your, Be Your Own Boss course, just to try and get more stability and better sort of paying clients and, yeah, just better quality of client, basically. And tell me more about that role. What does it involve? I basically provide tele-sales support to clients. So I've done everything from tourism to health, IT sales, social media marketing, pretty much anything you can think of. I pretty much help someone with in their business. And how did you get into that? Uh, well, I did a telemarketing course a long time ago through a disabled organisation called NADAL in Brisbane. Uh, and then I went looking for a job and then I decided when we moved out here that I'd go out on my own and start my own business because I couldn't find any work in that genre around here that was close to me. So I employed myself. My ultimate goal is to actually diversify slightly and have something else alongside the telesales roles. But I'm not really sure how to sort of go about that or, or what, what really is a good strong niche at the moment. I'm sort of thinking health or um, aged care or something like that because that's their health and that's a growing sector. So I'm looking for at sectors that are growing and that are going to have longevity in the future that may have a, a niche for me to use my phone skills in or maybe even IT um, help desk type stuff and doing some courses there and learning that skill and offering that as a sort of a side to the telesales side of things. I just think life is pretty good at the moment and I'm, I guess I'm the happiest I've been uh, since, since NDOS has come in. It's really changed my level of my mental health, I suppose, as well, because it hasn't, without all this, having all this before, I had nothing. And I was very depressed and like just home and yeah. So I had really no no goals or anything. Because I thought, well, what's the point of having a goal because I can't go anywhere. Nature photographer Michelle Taylor-Holmes is also part of Be Your Own Boss as a mentor as well as a participant. She was diagnosed with autism four years ago. A lot of people don't like using labels, but for me it's given me a sense of who I am and it's helped me fit into the world better. And I can also verbally say that I have a disability. Can you please slow down? Can you please repeat that? I need assistance. Uh, I can voice that now, whereas before I didn't really understand what was happening, you know. I just couldn't work out why I was different to everybody else. <laughs> and it not and it wasn't working. <laughs> I think it was probably just relief. And it took it was such a process to get diagnosed. So with your business, did you have your business set up before you came and joined Boy Be Your Own Boss? Yeah, so I'd already started the process. I started my business a couple of years back. I actually had a support worker who was a videographer and he built websites. So he said, Michelle, what do you want to do with all your photos? How about I show you how to build a website and we can put all your photos on the big world web 
So that's what I did. So I learned how to build a website. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, it's been a very big learning curve. <laughs> and then I have a, a friend who is a bookkeeper and she helped me write a business plan. So that took me 18 months to do that first business plan. So we, we did business planning too. In Be Your Own Boss, we had um, speak, guest speakers come in and speak to us. So I was a little bit starting on my way. I already have my business name, which is Love by Nature Images. So I was already in the process. And I understand you yourself were a mentor. Can you tell me how that came about? Yeah, so a number of people in the program do jewellery making and stuff and I was having a conversation with one of them. I said, well, I can show you how to take a photo to make your products look good. I went and spoke to the facilitators running the Be Your Own Boss program. So they they allowed for an extra um, mentor day, so a peer mentor. So I did my peer mentor. I had been doing photography for about 30 years. I started in high school. Um, my teacher, one of my teachers gave me a camera to so take some photos for the school magazine and it just kind of gave me the confidence. To find out more about any of the people we've spoken to today or to find out more about International Day of People with Disability and some of the celebrations Carers Queensland is involved in, just head to our website, carersqld.com.au. Thanks for joining us at Choice and Control, a Carers Queensland podcast. For more information about the National Disability Insurance Scheme or Carers Queensland, contact us online at carersqld.com.au. You can call us on 1300 999 636 or head to Facebook and look for Carers Queensland NDIS.